Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Her Hiding Place, a podcast that encourages you to live a life hidden in Christ. My name is Jean Morrison, and I'm so, so glad you're here today. It's been like, what, two weeks? Maybe, hopefully not more. It's been at least two weeks when I haven't uploaded an actual podcast episode. And sorry for that, you guys. Things just got crazy, the scheduling, whatever. But we're hopefully back on a consistent schedule. We're going to be doing one podcast episode a week, Lord's willing. So thank you for your patience, if you even noticed. But um, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about putting God first, like actually putting God first. I'll probably make that <laughs> the name of this episode, how to actually put God first. I feel like sometimes we know the verse, Matthew six thirty three. We're actually going to read it in a moment. And we see it and we're like, yeah, put God first. We put it in our Instagram bio. It says God first, but is he actually first in your life? So in this episode, you can expect to get a few practical ways to actually put God first. So if y'all are ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. All right. So to begin with, I want you to imagine this scenario. Okay. Just try to, if you have to close your eyes, close your eyes. But put yourself in this scenario that I'm about to read for you that I wrote down. All right. Imagine being in a relationship. Your significant other has your name in their bio and claims that y'all are together, but they never talk to you unless they need something urgent. They pay no attention to the boundaries you've set to your relationship and they cheat on you every single day. I know some of y'all, your blood is already boiling. (laughs) One day a week, they take you out on a nice date just to say that they didn't. Even though the gesture is nice, you know that they don't really love you. It's all for show and they'll be back to their old ways after the date is over. Ouch. Would you stay in a relationship with a person like that? Would you guys put it in the comments if you are watching this on YouTube and if you're not, if you're just listening this, the podcast version, just think about it. Would you stay in a relationship with a person like that? Why or why not? So I'm pretty sure most of you guys said no. I would say no as well. So this is like the same thing that we do to God, guys, on a daily basis. We claim to love him. We put a Bible verse in our Instagram bio and we live our lives with no regard to his word. We show up to church on Sunday to meet our Christian quota. And then we live however we want Monday through Saturday. We only pray when we're in trouble And we don't even read our Bibles because we're too busy. I used to live like that, honestly. I used to. Aren't you glad that our God doesn't break up with us? Like, if if you were in a relationship with someone like that, I'm pretty sure you you would cut it off. The relationship would not last. But aren't you glad that God doesn't do that to us? Think about all the times we've you know, just gone to church and then act how we want during the week. Don't read his word. Don't pray unless something comes up. And we're like, oh, my gosh, I need to go pray. Just imagine, guys, imagine that as a worldly relationship, there's no comparison, but that's the uh, the best illustration I could put up with. We would be infuriated. We would be like, so we just wouldn't stay in that relationship. I wouldn't. But here we have some of us. We literally act like that every single day. So this is how to actually put God first. So I want to go ahead and open with Matthew 6.33. I'm pretty sure you've heard this verse before. Um, It says, but seek first the kingdom 
of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So I know life gets busy and stuff like that. I know I literally, I'm a single parent. I homeschool. I work. I work from home. I do her hiding place. I'm doing it all, guys. By the grace of God, I'm doing it all. But it's a lot. And so sometimes when you're super busy, you can forget to prioritize your relationship with God. So I just want to give you guys some practical tips on how to strengthen that relationship and don't neglect it. Like like that um, scenario we just heard. Don't neglect your relationship with God. So the first thing is to set aside daily devotional time. And I want to read Psalm 63, 1. It says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My f- flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Now think about the verse. If you're in a dry and dreary, dreary land, weary li- land, sorry, and there's no water, just the thought of getting a little sip of water, guys, wouldn't that make you like salivate like you want that water? That's literally how our relationship with God should be. We should wake up and we should want to spend time with God. And if not, of course, you can ask him to strengthen that desire. But set aside some daily devotional time. Make it a priority. I like to do mine in the morning because it just sets the tone for the day. But the first way you could do that is just set aside some dedicated time for prayer, Bible reading and reflection If it's in the morning, if it's during your lunch break, before bed, whatever will help you be consistent. There's no, I know most people probably do it in the morning, but there's no like rule that says you have to go and spend time with God at this time, whatever, whatever, whatever. So just make sure you can be consistent with it, whatever time you choose or just whenever you can have a quiet moment. And a tip for that is to create a quiet and comfortable space, um, free from distractions where you can fully focus and connect with God free from distractions. Eh, okay. So I know there's a lot of distractions. Your phone number one can be a distraction. So if you have to put your phone on, do not disturb or me for me, I can't even like, I can use my Bible app just if I'm looking up something quick, just look at the verse of the day. But if I'm studying the word, I need to be in my physical Bible here because the phone, I get so many notifications. I work on my phone as well. I'm a social media manager for my church and I create content and I just do different things on my phone throughout the day. So I'm getting notifications constantly. I'm getting emails that I'm seeing coming in and stuff like that. So I try to not use my phone for devotion as much as possible to read. If I can grab my actual Bible, then I'll grab it. Um, But you may be different. You, You may not, it may not bother you. A lot of people, they can do stuff on their phone. So it's really whatever works for you. Just make sure you can have a quiet and comfortable space where you're free from distractions. Back to that distractions. If you have young kids or maybe, I don't know, you take your caregiver, you take care of someone, you know, it's really going to be a sacrifice. Um, I wake up earlier than my daughter does now because... I just have to have that quiet, whether it's an hour, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. I just have to have that quiet time away for myself to be able to focus. Um, 
I know for a lot of people, if their kids are awake and they're running around and playing, even if they're not necessarily um, asking them for things and stuff like that, it's still a distraction and you can't focus, especially when you have to be focusing on, you know, keeping the kids alive and safe. And then you have to be trying to read and say the word. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So my, um, my, not tip, but my suggestion is to either do it after they go to sleep or before they wake up. And if that's not possible for you, then possibly getting, you know, someone to help you out if you're able to. But it's definitely a sacrifice. Um, nothing really is going to come um easy so it is a sacrifice but it does pay off i promise you so setting aside devotional time is definitely the basis of everything because we can't expect god to speak to us if you know we're not willing to put in the work right and that's um the big main way how he speaks to us is through his word all right so number two is incorporate god into your daily routine And I want to read Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So integrate God into your daily activities by acknowledging his presence and seeking his guidance in all that you do. Whether you're at work, running errands, or spending time with family and friends, invite God to be part of your day. Practice mindfulness and gratitude by thanking God for his blessings, seeking his wisdom and decision making and aligning your actions with his will. So about incorporating him into your daily routine. Just make it a habit. I used to go the whole day without even consulting with God. I was leaning on my own understanding, like how it says in the verse, do not lean on your own understanding. I would literally lean on my own understanding I would have something would come up. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I wouldn't even consult with God. I would just be like, okay, I think this is the best decision. Or, you know, you go to Google. Google, yes, Google has a lot of answers. But sometimes the Lord may want you to take a different decision. He may be wanting you to make decisions that don't seem logical. Um, And then if we don't consult with God, it's like we're, we're basically telling God, we got this. I'm good, Lord. Um, I don't need to incorporate you to my day. I don't need to, you know, ask you for help. Sometimes we treat God as like a spare tire. You know, a spare tire, excuse me, you just keep it in your trunk until you need it. Um, I don't see anyone sitting in the front seat holding on to their spare tire in case they need it. Like literally a spare tire, you keep it in your trunk. And then if your tire blows, you need to change it. You go grab that tire and in case of emergency and you're good. Sometimes that's how we treat God. We treat God. We just throw him in the backseat, in the in the trunk. And when an emergency strikes, we're like, God, I need you. Please help me in this situation. What should I do? But it's like this whole time you're in the driver's seat, not even worried about me. And now now it's an emergency. So let's not treat God like a spare tire. Um. Also throughout the day, just keep in communication with God. Um, You can literally, if you're outside going for a run or something, just take a moment to take a breath and look around and thank God for his creation. Be grateful for what you eat. When you're thinking, when you're praying before you eat, actually like be mindful. Sometimes you're like, dear Lord, thank you for this food, hope it to nourish your bodies, blah, blah, blah. And we're like 
pray so quick. And it's just like a routine for us, just like a thing you do before you eat. But sometimes I've been trying to be more mindful of actually thinking about what I'm saying, actually praying like I'm talking to God and not just like I'm reciting, reciting a poem before I eat, because that's what I do. So that's another way that you can um, practice and make it a lifestyle of putting God first, incorporating him into your daily routine. And a practical tip for that is to set it sounds silly, but set reminders or alarms throughout the day just to pause and offer a quick prayer or express your gratitude to God. I know it seems so silly, but if you set like a background of, I don't know, a Bible verse or something, I like to do that sometimes. And so whenever I can glance down, like I'm checking the time, I'll see that background and I'll be like, okay, I'm supposed to remember to, you know, give my gratitude to God. Sometimes we need that reminder. I know sometimes during the day, I'll just randomly ask uh, my daughter, I'm like, okay, what are you grateful for today? What can we thank God for for today? You can also do that at the end of the day. Make sure you reflect on your day and just be mindful that, you know, we were created by the creator um, with a capital C, the creator. And, you know, we need to give thanks to him as well and just keep in communication with him during the day and act like we're actually in a relationship with him. Don't act like what I read at the beginning, that um, scenario of the person who's in a relationship, but they don't, you know, they just treat the person like trash. They don't actually act like they're in a relationship. Number three is to stay connected to a faith community. Hebrews ten twenty four through 25 says, and let us consider how to stir up one another and love, sorry, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet each other as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. All right, so this one, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different feelings. They're like, they say, oh, I don't need to go to church. I don't need, why do I need to go to church and do all these things? If, you know, my relationship is with, is with the Lord, is not with other people. There's a Bible verse. I'll have to find it for you guys. It says, do not forsake the, what is it? Do not forsake the assembly of believers or something like that. I know I'm quoting that all wrong. Forgive me guys, but look it up. There's a verse. And the reason for that is not like out of a legalistic thing saying that you have to go to church because this and that and this and that is really because it's to encourage one another just to be with other believers, like-minded believers and to stay connected, plugged in. We need that. Um, I mean, Jesus had 12 disciples. He wasn't all alone. He wasn't out in an island alone all the time. He had his 12 disciples. We're supposed to be discipling others and also be discipled. So, yes. So stay connected to a faith community. Prioritize fellowship and community with other believers to strengthen your faith, receive support, and to hold each other accountable in putting God first. It really does help, guys. Attend church services, join a small group or Bible study, or participate in service opportunities to stay connected and grow in your spiritual journey alongside fellow believers. This is just so important. You need at least that one other person that's a like-minded believer that you can have like as your friend, your accountability. 
and just, you know, staying accountable sometimes it's annoying because who wants another person saying, you know, that you didn't do something or that you did something wrong or something like that. But also it's to encourage you. We need encouragement in this life. Life is not easy just because you're saved and you're a Christian does not mean life is easy. So you definitely need that other person to help build you up when, you know, you're, you're down and you need them to um, just speak life over you. And just when you're in a situation that they will biblically encourage you, not just tell you, you know, what you want to hear, because a lot of times we look for people who tell us what we want to hear. But biblically, we need people to encourage us and keep us accountable. A practical tip for that is to reach out to a friend or mentor in your faith community for regular check-ins and accountability and prioritizing God in your life. All right. So what I really want you guys to do is reflect on these. Um, well, I have one more verse. Galatians 5:22 through 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. So what I want you guys to do this week or whenever you're listening to this is assess your priorities, commitments, commitments, <laughs> assess your priorities, commitments and activities to ensure that God remains at the forefront of your life. Reflect on whether your actions, thoughts, and attitudes align with the fruit of the Spirit and values of the kingdom of God. Make intentional choices to prioritize activities that draw you closer to God and foster spiritual growth. It's not bad to do other activities, but make sure you're prioritizing activities that draw you closer to God and is for the kingdom and has kingdom benefits. Um, a tip for that is to keep a prayer journal or a spiritual diary to track your thoughts, prayers, and reflections on your journey of putting God first in your life. Now, when you're journaling, you can, it really does help you to look back and reflect. And you can identify how you're feeling at a certain moment. You can identify what's important to you. I can look back in um, previous journal entries that I've done, prayer journaling or just writing things down. And I can identify where I had idols in my life. I can see what was my biggest concern at that moment. And I can see, um, I can reflect on my motivations for certain choices that I made. I have it all written down. I know at some point I was praying, even your prayer request, you can just tell what was most important in your life. At one point I looked down in my prayer journal and it's like, um, Lord, help me to grow my business. Help me to do this. Help me to do that. And it was all like business related. And so I can identify that at that time, my priority priority was not God. My priority was growing my business. My business had nothing to do with God. I was posting Bible verses with the clothes and stuff like that. But like, it wasn't really a, a priority. So I would say journal. Journaling is such a good way that you can keep track of stuff. And actually, speaking of journaling... I wasn't going to do this, but since we're talking about journaling, I have these cute little Bible journals. It says her hiding place on it. And if you don't know, her hiding place is the name comes from Psalms 32, 7. That says you're my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. That's right there in the inside. And then on the back, 
on the back of the inside tab, it says um, it has like some of the different names of God. You probably can't see this. If you're listening to this audio only, you're going to have to go to the YouTube channel to see it. But I think this is so cute. This is a little prayer journal that we have from Her Hiding Place. You can get these on our website, herhidingplace.com. That's just if you want this. You can use any journal, honestly, guys. But journaling does help as well to evaluate, like, your relationship with God and stuff like that. All right, guys. So the last thing I want to do is close us in prayer. I actually have a pre-written prayer that I wrote here. So if you see me looking down... Sometimes my mind gets off track, guys, so sometimes I like to write these things out. I want to go ahead and pray for you guys, so go ahead and bow your head if you would like. You don't have to. Heavenly Father, help us to prioritize you in all areas of our life and to seek your kingdom above all else, like what Matthew 6.33 says. Guide us in setting aside time for daily devotion, incorporating you into our daily routine, staying connected to a faith community, and reviewing our priorities to ensure that you are first. May our hearts be aligned with your, with your will, and may your presence be evident in all that we do. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I pray that it blessed you. If you enjoyed it or something spoke to you, make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you subscribe on our YouTube channel. Follow us wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on Apple's um, podcast or Spotify. Leave a review if you like it. You know, you don't have to, but it would be really helpful. Make sure you check out HerHidingPlace.com where you can get these cute um, faith-based apparel. This top says Hidden in Christ. It's light pink with brown. There's other colors, I believe. We have different things. We have prayer journals. And most importantly, we have a lot of free resources to help you grow in your faith journey. So thank you guys for listening and I will see you in the next one. Bye.